0: Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review.
1: No, they're they're not that,
0: that, but that big at all. They're, they're cousin or relative, you're absolutely right. And I didn't even know, I, I'm reading here on the book too, I didn't know uh, the second national park was Sequoia. Oh, I didn't know that either. We uh, wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility?
1: Link. What's up, what's up, what's up? How are we doing?
0: It's Fantastic. been a week
1: since I last talked. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think every Wednesday or something is what it is, you know, is when we when we get to see each other. But no, I'm super, I'm super stoked. We got a great episode for our Wanderers ahead today. It, we're bringing back a classic, the cluster, the cluster Fluster, something, something. Mark spilled his mustard. Yeah, I mean, I can rhyme like that sometimes. But I'm ex- I'm, I'm really excited because we're diving into something that you and i you know you 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 touched the top of this this cluster before and i i never i haven't really spent enough time down there i've been to southern california i like california there's some good things there i'm excited to get into it but first i want to know what what have you been up to cuz it has been some time since we last spoke i actually just got
1: back from southern california LA area I didn't get to go to any parks or anything I was um I was working the whole time but I was staying in a hotel about a block away from Disneyland so
0: um where where was the photo I was curious you were working out in some pool with one of your teams what I what 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 was that photo oh the the
1: photo of um I was leading a recovery pool session for um, the team, my women's soccer team I work with. And that was at the Airbnb that they were staying at. So they all stayed in one Airbnb. I stayed in a hotel. um, In L.A.? Anaheim, L.A. Same thing. Yeah. I was a block away, like legitimately a block away from Disneyland. I could hear the dang fireworks they shoot off every night. you should have went you should have you should have you should have picked yourself up some mickey mouse ears and oh there were a ton of them in the area actually i found out later that one of the women's basketball players at sou like her parents work at disney so like if i could have talked to her before i could have possibly gotten a free pass and then um we i had a i had probably one of the days i could have done it um but i ended up getting some more work done so it, it worked out okay i did you know i did hit up uh i went to huntington beach um saw the beach there it's beautiful i went on a run you know i was there's a park kind of near huntington beach i started at um yeah you know, it's just a simple park nothing crazy um <clears throat> it was funny though cuz you're like in the middle of suburbia right and then there's this there's this park and as I'm getting into the park, you see these signs. It's like, watch out for coyotes. Or this is rattlesnake habitat. And I'm like, we're in the middle of, like, the concrete jungle. Like, this is a park. I'm, I ain't going to see shit. Like, what? you know, they've maybe seen, like, one every, like, five years. I start on my run. I'm not even a minute in my run. I see a coyote. And I was like, oh, okay. They they mean business. <laughs> like, you know, maybe I- there
0: actually are going to be snakes. <laughs> i I totally get what you mean um it's really interesting how like there's certain animals like that like the coyote who have adapted to that urban lifestyle yeah Uh, they you know they feed on cats and dogs and rabbits and just little things in the neighborhood and and trash you know stuff like that like when i lived in albuquerque totally like we had coyotes in just like such urban settings you're like what the heck yeah
1: it's funny um speaking of the cat's comment did you see i don't know if you saw but did you see poland like they've declared that the house cat is an invasive
0: species oh good i mean it is but like at the same like so are dogs if you think about it oh i mean i
1: i do think about it i do agree with that statement the reason why poland went like the extra mile to like really actually declare it an invasive species is because of the impact that house cats have on bird populations
0: oh that actually makes sense because like if if you think about like if you think about it they are hunting birds there i wonder too like if you look at rodents too right like in certain areas and you look at like people you know they i you see those pictures. I, I mean, there's a, there's a classic cartoon kind of picture I see. is a drawing. And it kind of shows, like, a time frame. Like, there's four different drawings, but it's the same, like, location. It was, like, look at, like, this land. This land has all these types of animals on it as just land. But you put, like, a farm next to that land. Yeah. What it does. Like, certain animals go away. Other animals kind of thrive. And then like, you, you, Oh, you add some houses. Oh, you make it a suburban neighborhood. And then it's like, Oh, now you have just birds. or now you have just this. And it's like, kind of crazy how it affects the whole system. Yeah, it, I mean,
1: it, it's things we don't we don't normally think about, right? You know, you're just like, Oh, I have this pet cat, you know, the cat hangs out with me. It goes out comes inside you know does its thing you know that's all we see but you know they are they're cats they're hunters I remember having a cat growing up and that thing was that thing was a phenomenal hunter I mean
0: they're great at it yeah I
1: mean I saw this thing take down hummingbirds and you're like damn the speed and agility you have to take down a hummingbird like that's impressive
0: oh exactly I mean cats are they say they land, always land on their feet you know they're that yeah they're that good you know no i it's crazy it's although shit. i might
1: be a good hunter too if i had uh, nine lives to play with
0: there you go right that might that might that might take part
1: <laughs> yeah uh but yeah no i mean so that was me i went down socal for work um how about you what did you what have you been up to since we
0: last you know chich- we're, we're continuing stakes in bear country with or without jared if you heard it in the last episodes you know uh you know we got we got some good stuff coming you know i i, I like the feedback we've been getting sorry I, i'm kind of going off of wandering here but first i want to give a shout out to tanya you know she was listening to the yellowstone episode on her way to yellowstone uh, I also want to shout out our YouTube. Uh, we had a comment um, about Boy Scouts and how they they were down in Big Bend, and that episode just came out recently from this recording. And so, shout out there! You know, it's exciting to have uh, our Wanderers out there uh, chiming in, letting us know, giving us feedback. So, thank you and. And part of that feedback is they enjoy steaks and bear country, and we took it up to the bighorns, and we were in the bighorn mountains. And like I said before, when I called you, these are like these are some mountains where it's like you know, like I could mess with these a little bit more. Like I, I I would be down to get into them, um, and do do some more stuff. You know, like get you get get you and Matt out here one of these times. You know, when you can. not and, and, and play around in them because they have they what I like about them is they have that like off-road kind of camping primitive camping type camping uh on the national forest you just kind of go for it um and it's beautiful and it's one of those places like kind of like Mauna Kea you know where it's like you can see the curvature of the earth you're so high up in spots what is the elevation out there you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now because I I should have had that I should have had that ready if I'm gonna be spitting facts. You know, i won't be i spitting knowledge, but the yeah, high- the,
1: I mean the big horns. I mean our, our good friend Everyday Backpacker Kalman, um, he speaks highly of the big horns. So
0: yeah, I mean he's been they're about ten thousand some feet up.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you actually don't need to go very high to see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. Um, the best part is if you
0: have a clear day, that's when you really see it. Oh, and that's what we had. I mean, the fire smoke wasn't too bad over here. Oh, nice. I saw someone's picture of the chalet, uh, the Granite Peak Park chalet that we stayed at with the fire smoke this time of year. They didn't, they didn't have snow, but they got smoke, you know, the other S. I'll take snow. <laughs> that was beautiful. I mean it was a beautiful experience. It was one of those like, to hike up there in that snow that get the water like to experience Montana this year 2022 the flood year. Like it's still kind of raining and thunderstorming every so often here in Billings. It's like that hasn't stopped. Like it's a lot. <laughs> did you
1: uh, uh to kind of wander away for just a second, but did you see um there was a recent like kind of report study kind of deal that they're predicting like a a massive and i mean like what they're predicting is like truly a massive flood that is supposed to like basically put california underwater i mean
0: would it be caused due to the ocean rising or would it be caused due to like rivers and stuff
1: Massive amounts of rain is really what it is and so it has to part to do with like it sounds crazy you're like oh flooding but isn't California in a drought yes they are and it's creating kind of this desert kind of and so the water doesn't necessarily soak into the wa- into the ground as easy when it's a certain type of soil so it runs i.e why you get a lot of flash floods when you're in like certain more deserty kind of areas. But because of that, they're predicting like the, the moisture coming from like the ocean and holding, it's going to like build these massive amounts of like rain clouds that are going to like hold and then just absolutely dump on the state. So there's just going to be these massive storms of rain and then, because of how much is going to be coming down like and so quickly that's what's going to cause these uh, flash floods and basically they're like honestly predicting like most of the state to have be like in water when they say they don't know that um that part of it um and that's you know that's always the caveat everybody always says we're like well, you don't have an actual date when it's going to happen. Well, oh shit! Of course not. They don't have a date. It doesn't work like that.
0: But I get that. I get that. But it's like, oh, Yellowstone's going to blow up. Oh, a tsunami's going to hit Oregon. Like, yeah, but like, what's the true probability and the likeliness? I think
1: when it comes down to like when you're talking those kind of massive um, natural disasters, the Yellowstone volcano or the big earthquake that's going to annihilate california washington and oregon um i think this one actually falls in the more likely category when compared to those natural disasters um just because i think um of the nature i think weather and rain is a bit more predictable mm. than a uh, volcano or earthquake
0: interesting yeah sure you you've done more research than i have on the subject sure i mean i saw i saw
1: a new york times blip on my phone and i was like it was like a different big one that's gonna hit california and i was like a different big one other than like the big earthquake like all right you win i'll click on that one
0: (laughs) crazy times but no i'm gonna get you down to the big horns we're gonna check it out sometime I mean, it could be years from now, but like, it's one of those, it's, it's kind of worth it. Um, and it's one of those where I think it's like, it's worth it to spend the time and, and take like a week and be like, yeah, we're going to hike this trail. We're going to go over here. We're going to camp here. We're going to hike that trail. We're going to, you know, kind of just chunk it, chunk it out. I think it'd be fun.
1: Oh, I'm sure it would be, um, a ton, a ton of fun. Um, speaking of fun though, uh, something that I think would be an absolute blast. Um, I haven't been to all of these parks. I've been to been to one and maybe two of these parks we're going to talk about today. But we're going to talk about one of a possible California cluster um, today. I guess we could call this mid-California, uh, the Valley California, Sierra California uh, cluster. I don't have a catchy name You know, for this cluster, but
0: I think talking this is the priority cluster for Wandering Ways podcast of like one of those trips where like we talk about going to some of these parks. Like we we need to get there. We need to get into them. We need we need to explore them. This would be that trip.
1: Yeah, I mean it is for sure because I think we both want to do Sequoia. I think that hit like um of things places we want to go. I think Sequoia was up there on both of our lists lists. So yes. um, definitely is this is a cluster we want to do here at Wandering Ways. But for anybody curious, if we are what cluster the hell we're talking about, we're talking about Yosemite, Sequoia National Park, Death Valley National Park. And then, depending on it, and we'll touch on it just a little bit, um, a little sprinkle on top of a good old-fashioned Joshua tree. Um, but we are going to start this off with, I think, the biggest question for all uh, when you are planning these kind of clusters is, like, where to start.
0: Yeah. And, you know, me and you were having that conversation and let's just be real. Let's let's be who he is and talk about it from we're broke and we're going to Vegas. I think I think that's the cheapest flight that we find, regardless of where the fuck you're flying. Like Billings, Montana, there's going to be a cheap flight to Vegas. Medford, Oregon is going to be a cheap flight to Vegas, you know, Uh, Portland, Oregon is going to be cheap flight Vegas. That's where we're based out of. That's where we go out of, you know. I mean, there'll there'll be cheap flights to LA too. But I think to make sense of the loop, Vegas makes more sense because you're going to want to start that, that Death Valley, I feel like. Yeah, I think if you're going the cheaper
1: option and you're flying into this area yeah. and then right. renting a car and doing the whole deal, um, I think Vegas is probably your best option just because flights are always cheap. It's always easy to get to Vegas. The issue is always leaving, right? um so no i think vegas is definitely probably your best option you know but if you're looking to start with the northern track you know a sacramento a fresno or even like a reno those are all very valid options um for you to approach it
0: they're not bad either you know like the price isn't going to be too terrible but i mean even if you're coming from like the east coast or foreign sometimes getting into vegas is pretty pretty gosh darn easy and and like we said we would probably do get to vegas go to death valley night one
1: yeah yeah i think um you know if we if you go with the flying route vegas i think is the best best way to do this because you can go vegas you'll go into death valley and from death valley you spend i think you got to spend a whole day minimum in death valley uh, to really get like the full gist of it,
0: well, and then I guess I guess the other one you're you're bringing up too is like driving in driving in from like a, L.A. would be interesting because you know we talk Joshua Tree, but if you're doing it from an L.A., you're probably just going up to a Sequoia to start, or even a Yosemite to start. Just start north and work your way down. Um, maybe. Well, like take-
1: if you take it from our angle, right? <clears throat> if we were to drive to do these clusters we would do a yosemite
0: sequoia death valley kind of loop right and even in consideration because we're doing a we're, we're driving so far down you that's where we would throw in a, a joshua tree probably because it's like what's another hundred miles <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i and you're not wrong
0: there um, but but i mean that's that's just part of it um And then I I know some of our listeners would probably drive in from the east, you know, you're going to hit that, uh, that is where like a Joshua tree, if you're, you know, you're coming from like a Phoenix or you're coming from like that way, you can hit a Joshua tree and work your way up to uh, Death Valley, Kings Canyon, kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you are, if you're driving in from, you know, the southwest there, the, and you're going through Phoenix and all that, you probably... If you're cutting over more towards L.A., I would hit Joshua Tree just because you are going to. um, You're going to drive right past. In fact, actually, you can probably drive through it to kind of help with the transit time um, and then swing up to, like, Bakersfield. And from Bakersfield, Sequoia and um,
0: Death Valley are, like, right there. Right. No, that's – I mean, and that's how you're getting in. I mean, you're getting into the cluster. But today, I think we're going to – we're just going to do the – the loop right Get a loop you know because this is how we would do it you know And because i even looked like if we if we could add a joshua tree into our loop we could go out of vegas or phoenix from there and and that that that's a good round trip and i'm going to say let's start with death valley man i mean i would this is a park i really 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 want to get into it,
1: the hottest place in the world
0: right it the, the mountains have the beautiful like colors to them because of like just how dry it's been like the blues the turk you know the yellows that you see the reds yeah uh, and the dirt you're close to the nevada test site kind of area 51 too so i'm sure you get some of that vibe when you're in death valley because the tourist stuff um
1: I think a sunset in Death Valley will be pretty sweet um, just because, you know, it really drops. And like that uh, west side is really kind of when it climbs into the Sierras. So you're going to have that sunset go behind the Sierras there. And I bet you the sunset is really. I bet you because it's a desert. It'd be a desert sunrise. I bet you the sunrise is still very pretty. um, But I bet the sunsets are top notch
0: there in Death Valley. I don't know, man. When we were down in uh, Phoenix for that layover, we got to see that sunrise in Phoenix. That was pretty pretty.
1: Well, that's what I mean, like, because you are gonna have that desert. You're essentially in the desert there. You're, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty wild to see. You know, the one thing I really want to see in Death Valley is those like moving rocks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because yeah. I've only ever seen pictures of it and like I, I mean i could easily look up like how the hell are those things moving
0: it, it, it's like the ice and stuff it gets cold and they slide
1: oh i, I mean i i don't i don't know i i yeah. could look into it and i probably should look into it but <laughs> to me i'm just like it's a fucking rock it's not alive like
0: no, no it's it's it <clears throat> No, oh, I totally get it. It's one of those, and i'm I'm trying to look. I'm in my books here. I got my secrets to the National park. They're not saying it. Um, but,
1: well, that's cause it's a secret of the secret.
0: <laughs> oh, exactly. no, i'm I just there's a lot to do. There's canyons. I mean, the deserts. What's so cool about a desert is I feel like when 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 you look at most deserts, they they were a part of an ancient ocean or an ancient sea. At some point, so you have those crevasses and those canyons and those slots and all that fun stuff to like get lost and seeing and take those cool pictures and have those just you know it's almost like engaging yourself in those type of uh climates is it helps the creative mind you know what I mean so to experience like a death valley oh I'm sign me up right now
1: that'd be about it you know i do worry because they say like certain times a year when it's really really hot when you go and step on the pavement your your shoes literally melt
0: um see like what that, that's people going in a july the tourist season augusts you know where we like we need to get strategic you need to figure out your job and we need to go in like a march
1: Oh, I mean, totally. I mean, people run from Death Valley up there. Um, There's like a huge race, actually, like an ultra marathon race that does it. I am not going to do that one ever because I don't want to deal with the heat of Death Valley. Um, But to all the people that do do it, like, congrats, kudos to you. I don't want to deal with the hot feet. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's just something you have to think about when you are doing a Death Valley. Is that heat because it's probably called death. a reason um
0: well i I believe it was like the settlers right when they were moving going to california you know it was it was a part of like yeah you would die if you travel if you didn't know what you were doing traveling across there
1: yeah exactly um but from death valley that's when you kind of move up to um sequoia uh king slash king's canyon um and so I mean, that's the one out of all of these that I really want to go to, um, is a sequoia. If I'm doing this, I'm spending probably a minimum two days in sequoia and slash Kings Canyon. Cause in my head, I'm like, all right, one of the days I'm climbing Mount Whitney. Um, and then the other day I'm checking out Mount or general Sherman. I'm checking out all of those big trees, um, so that's 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 definitely a me thing though. Um I'm
0: Yeah, I mean I I I agree with you. And first I I was just reading it. Sorry cuz I found it. I didn't mark Death Valley in the book, but Death Valley they said the sailing stones nobody knows. Oh the nobody- stones? Yeah. But I I get, agree getting into Sequoia Kings Canyon I feel like you could like you said yeah exactly spend a day in Kings Canyon for sure. I think you could kind of get your fix of Sequoia, like the Redwoods. You could spend a day there, you know, you get the size, you see, like you said, the General Sherman's, the highlights, the drive-through tree. And then you work your way to a Yosemite. Because I think with a Yosemite, like you said, because you want to climb a mountain there.
1: The Yosemite. Mount
0: Whitney is in King's Canyon. Is in King's Canyon. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, so saying, that's why I'm Yosemite. doing those in two days. That's why I'm doing one
0: day where I'm doing all trees. And the other day i'm doing mount whitney okay no that makes sense but because i mean you're going to get the same vibe as i guess the sequoias right you're gonna still get the same like because there'll, there'll be sequoias in king's canyon um but i think you get the big growth itself within the national park Sequoia. so i feel like exactly like your day driving up you may hit the sequoias you spend a day kind of in sequoia and king's canyon and then you spend that second day doing your hike maybe you know and then you work your way out after the hike you work your way out to your uh Yosemite
1: yeah I do it the following day like I have one day I would just do Mount Whitney climb to the top climb to the bottom camp next morning that's when I'm leaving um that area to either go north to Yosemite or I'm gonna go south to Joshua Tree from that point um because I think when you're doing this cluster that's kind of your decision point right are you going to do a joshua tree or are you going to do a yosemite if you're going from the las vegas route because it becomes harder
0: to get both of those in in one trip that's a lot of driving right you do you basically do yosemite and work your way back to vegas or you do uh joshua tree and work your way back as well yeah Um, i think exactly what you're saying like if it's us we're doing the Yosemite route because we're probably driving down we're I mean we're probably doing a lot of driving from the south because mm-hmm. we're of Oregon um but I'm reading these books man they're all saying the fall is the time to go the weather in the fall the colors in the fall and they're just it, it that's what it says <laughs> I believe it. Um, in reality, I, I
1: really do kind of uh, believe that that it's typically starts to get a little bit milder um for the weather. Um I mean fall colors are always beautiful, regardless of where um you really are. So I wouldn't be too surprised um if if fall is the ideal time. Uh jumping back to Sequoia slash Kings Canyon there. <clears throat> I don't know but i think it's that area when you get higher up into the sierras you get um you get into those it's again another member of the uh, like redwood sequoia family but it's the, like oldest living organisms um that are way way up in the like high sierras you know the ones that have like lived out longer than the dinosaurs millions of years matt you need to pay attention to those trees if you're
0: not listening today
1: no you're you're absolutely right they're uh
0: i think they're not as big though no they're they're
1: not not that big at all
0: cousin or relative you're absolutely right and i didn't even know i'm reading here on the book too i didn't know uh the second national park was sequoia i didn't know that either uh 1890 wow So
1: I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a
0: good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable. And... It's just such a great company to use. Um, The Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana. And we even have a discount code. That's right, if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right, that's my Jeep, the Rugaroo. rugaroo 10 rugaru R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. You're gonna get some discount on a Blue Ribbon Net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just wanna catch a lot of fish.
1: So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the c- promo code RUGAROO10. Hey,
0: hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been
1: looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water
0: bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? no i have not well he is doing some really cool stuff with the shop ls 574 yes they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls 574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing Indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code Wandering Ways, W A N D E R I N G W A Y S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know Sequoia was the second national park, um, which is honestly a very—that's one of our funner facts. I know funner is not a word, but it is a, definitely a fun fact. But what goes right along with fun facts is cool shit, and by cool shit, I mean cool shit in nature. And this week, I have a treat. This week, I have not two but three mainly because one is a really kind of silly video um but i got a giggle out of it so i wanted to share it with everyone
0: so i'm excited i'm i'm stoked man you this is the one thing i think you look forward to most is like i get to share two videos with like the wanders
1: yeah but here's the silly one um because it's definitely not real at all
0: oh yeah it was the bears fight yeah. yeah yeah
1: it's the bear fighting the fisherman. Um, and this one, <clears throat> only reason I put it on here is because I get a giggle out of it.
0: I, I'm curious if they're actually by those other bears or if those other bears are animated. Uh, I them. think
1: they're they're fake too. Because yeah. if you look at the one that's like closest to him, um, he's kind of got a similar look to the bear that's fighting that fisherman. It makes
0: sense. Makes sense. It so. was a... Interesting video it was funny
1: oh yeah i mean this is just this is one that just made me giggle um but the next two you know it will these next two will kind of make you upset a little bit here but no this one happened actually recently in yellowstone i was curious if you heard about it the human foot yeah the guy fished out a human foot <clears throat> of the hot pots there in uh, yellowstone In west thumb yeah that's Um, cool
0: you've been there you've taken pictures of that
1: yeah and someone decided to try and uh, i don't i honestly i don't know the story of like how the foot ended
0: up in there um but pots are the ones you do it in because the mud covers it up <laughs> fucking I don't think we
1: should be condoning this kind of action at all. <laughs> but I guess if you are gonna stick your foot in something uh hot and Yellowstone, the mud pots are the way to go. Who
0: cut someone's foot off is my question. I'm curious if it's like <clears throat> that's crazy because it's probably like a foot ended up here, a fucking hand ended up there. <clears throat> no, that it's one of those.
1: I know. I'm super curious how it ended. The video's uh, low-key kind of graphic because you can see a little bit of the meat there in the uh, shoe. Meat, um, guys. Yeah. Uh, but this last one, I am wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but this one is uh, another video showing just how powerful water can really
0: be. <laughs> uh, water is life. Water created the world. That's why we have to keep it so special and say look at those big waves they're like oh why we're gonna swim in this tidal pool well they call it a tidal pool for a reason because you know the tidal waves come in and that's exactly what's happening here and i don't know Uh, where you go as an athletic trainer but i go concussion 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 so um when i because i think you actually
1: sent this one to me um but when i first watched this it made me think of when I went to Thor's Well, because um, Thor's Well is right next to the ocean. And so you can get a lot of action like this. Yes. And <clears throat> I was at Thor's Well actually quite a while, uh, probably like an hour, maybe hour and a half, um, just at Thor's Well there. And I got to see two separate groups. They went right up to Thor's Well. The waves have been crashing pretty hard that day. And uh, the first group, this guy goes, he sets up his camera, he's got the tripod, his camera's like looking down at the well, going to be beautiful photos, so I'll give this guy that much credit. But as, sure enough, a wave like this comes, swipes them. and I mean, it was like watching uh, the pins at a bowling alley just get thrown around on Absolutely. these rocks, like these girls are, and... One guy ended up fucking up his ankle. So he ended up actually having to be helped out of that.
0: Oh, I'm sure those girls and whatnot, same with their hitting their legs and stuff <clears throat> on that, that rock is hard. And you look at them all. Look, she's already in my Instagram pose. You can tell kind of the way she's sitting. And it's all, it's, it's four girls, man. Like you can probably tell they're probably on vacation. They don't know the water, they're not yeah. checking it out. Like, that's what like you you gotta be curious of look at the other people they're just sitting up high over there on the cliff everyone's just like oh do you see that like nuts but like be careful yeah i mean it, it will this will like fuck you up big time um wouldn't it like that one girl sitting in kind of the deep pool wouldn't you want to go down right there because you can kind of go under it no okay no it would throw you because the the wave it's still moving
1: So it would just kind of throw you down into it farther down and then into some rock. So you'll actually probably probably get knocked out underwater and then someone's got to come rescue you because you're going to drown, essentially.
0: Yikes, don't be be doing something stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if if you're going next to the ocean at all, whether it's rocky like that or the beautiful sunny beaches of anywhere, you got to be aware. Because sneaker waves, you'll get sucked out, and then it's it's a bad day real quick.
0: And speaking of bad days, you can make them good by seeing some big trees back in Sequoia National Park, where I think we want to go. I think we want to get into it. There's a lot of good in that area, a lot of good in the Kings Canyon area. Like you said, spend our couple days, and then move on to a a Yosemite
1: yeah uh, moving up to Yosemite um I've been fortunate far.
0: enough I've been to Yosemite see I haven't and I I've seen that picture that like iconic picture and it's in this and it's in this book but of the valley oh yeah that I like I've seen it so many times and I I, I want to go like it's been painted it's been uh photographed it's been shared you see like the native teepees in front of it all the different just, styles of that you know and then you see the hiking trails the you know the el capitan and all that fun stuff like i need to go touch it i need to go see it i need to go experience it and i think like you said if you're if you're doing a cluster like this you did your one and a half days in in death valley you did your two days in kings canyon sequoia i think you dedicate another two to yosemite you make sure you get a pretty good hike uh, and then that, that third day after, you know, you do two in Yosemite, that third day you get, you get out and you go to your flight, you go to your Vegas or wherever you're heading out. But
1: yeah, totally. Right. The thing about, uh, Yosemite is, uh, I would, regardless of when I do this or like, or whenever, if I'm going back to Yosemite, I'm really being strategic with what I want to do that right. day, because in my head i'm like it because this is a crowded park it's a ton of visitors and there's only one way in and out of this valley so traffic And, and everything is like crazy so my i'm like we get in before the sun is up into this park and we don't do a whole lot of driving one you don't need to in this park but two um Getting in and then just trying to minimize, because you'll sit in a car all day. You'll sit in it all day. Um, And and you get, you think Yellowstone has a bunch of tour-ons. I mean, Yosemite just as much. There's just not as much uh, stuff in Yosemite that's going to (laughs) kill you. So it's not going to get the same um, publicity as
0: like a Yellowstone. No, I, I get that. And I I, I like that because it, it is like, get your hands that first day, get it in on what you want to do, plan. I mean, I think like a park like this, this is where you do plan a backcountry, or you do plan those those overnight where you are camping in them and you do schedule it out in advance like that because why not? And it's a permit park. You know, if you want to do something, make sure you are planning it, like get your permits in advance because like, <clears throat> why not? um yeah you do need a permit for like half
1: dome um so you know if you have that planned i mean there's your day right there is doing half dome
0: Um, right
1: then and then i'd probably hang out by el capitan uh one of those days (laughs) i'd probably sit and watch the climbers um a little bit and then probably do some hiking um in that area um right
0: so there's good waterfalls i want I would really want to go in like the winter time and see the firefall, yeah, that'd be really cool like oh, just i mean it's a beautiful park i mean it's like john Muir, he's one of the ones they talk about you know first kind of founders out in the west he you know he really enjoyed that area and enjoyed those parks and i I would really want to get i i want to go there. <laughs> oh 100 percent.
1: i want to go back you know it's just like it's probably like it's more crowded and when i say like when i say this i don't mean by sheer numbers but like how dense because it's so small it's more crowded than like a yellowstone
0: oh i i bet i mean i believe like when you when you talk about like that aspect of a park this is like yeah, Yellowstone uh, and Smokies are busy, but I, yes, I bet your ass this is the busy, like, busiest in that sense where you're going to always be around crowds. Like, it would rank yeah. the, the worst for national parks or crowds for us in our thing. But, yeah. like we've said about a, a lot of other national parks, that's why we're planning in advance. You're planning that back country experience, that hiking experience, because I feel like you're at least going to get away from the big crowds.
1: A hundred percent. I think that um, that huge to get out
0: away from the crowds because. Well, I was talking to Matt kind of like a good example, you know, where I feel like, yeah, you're out of the crowds. It's probably going to be like Oregon where it's like you're on a hiking trail. You run into people all the time, Uh kind of like you out there, probably in the backcountry. It's similar to that in the in the in the Yosemite backcountry. Where, like, in the glacier backcountry, Montana, here, you're not running into anybody for a while. You know, yeah. everyone, knows what you do, but like, in reality, no.
1: 100%. Um, you know, the the hike I did, and I did it, I did like upper Yosemite Falls. Um, and then once I got up to like the falls, I then went to like, I think it's called like Panorama Point or something, right. but I kept going. Um, and I noticed that the crowds dropped quite drastically after the falls um <clears throat> and i think part of that you know you can you can strategize your your hikes that way you know maybe if you're not doing the back country but you want to do something with less crowds like you can do one of the more popular routes but also find something that that trail kind of connects to that keeps going so you can hit like the hot button topic you know the falls that you're there but then you keep going and you're going to run. You're still going to hit some people Um, just because that's the nature of this park. But your numbers going to drop quite a bit. So you can get away and you can, you know, I still had a moment um, there. There's a funny video. I don't know if I still have it on my Instagram like highlights, um, but there's a hilarious video. I'm like sitting there and I know. Um half dome is like literally right across from me, but it's so foggy and smoky you can't see it. Um but at that moment I was by myself. Right. You know? So it's possible, it's just a lot harder. And I think you have to you know hike for a longer distance, but you can hit multiple
0: things on a hike. Well, and what it makes me another thing it kind of makes me think about too is I I, I really want to get into the Sierra Nevadas as They're one of those mountain ranges I have not spent any time in. Uh, I would like to get more into them, see what they have to offer, see what they experience. And I'm sure the National Forest land around there, you know, if you really are looking for kind of less people, that's that's where you want to find it. Yeah. I mean, the problem with National Forest is it offers more like the CHV, you know, the OHV trails, you know, less park hiking and i mean they'll still be hiking and stuff but you'll get more people for recreation you'll have the reservoirs with boats and stuff on them the national forests and stuff like that where you don't as much national parks anymore
1: yeah and i think somewhere in like the sierras um there's the john muir trail um so and i think it's actually around yosemite area so like you, you know you don't have to do the big like pct multiple days hiking like this one is a nice like true backcountry kind of adventure and you're not doing the vast miles per day that you're doing when you're doing like a pct so you can get that kind of experience up in that area as well i don't right. know if i would do the john muir in a cluster when i'm trying to hit multiples of these parks that'd be a separate Uh, trip but you know when it comes to Yosemite this is definitely one
0: you have to plan it out um, ahead of time and well if you had the time two three days is probably what I would allot to this park because looking at like a map right here I have my secret to the national park book you want to hit the valley the Yosemite valley is the like that's that's the whole point of the park but the park is bigger for a reason too And you get to like that north side of it you know you get over i'm sure up in that back country up in the that you know that you have the all the different forests the wilderness you're going to find those hiking trails you're going to find those campgrounds that you're just you're going to fall in love with you're going to enjoy the area um i just like being outdoors so get me to these parks i want one of those vans with the big thing that comes off the back that you could just work out of and live out of. And I can go to all these parks all day long, every single day.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. that it would be really fun to do that. <laughs> that is for sure. That's um, the goal. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But um, they have bears there. Have you seen a bear there? I haven't seen it in Yosemite. Um, I saw it in Lassen, which is farther North. Um, but yeah they have bears i mean sierra nevadas are known for having bears um i've heard no, of stories that. about bears in that area but <clears throat> so that's if you go from sequoia kings canyon up north to yosemite um let's say you've been to yosemite or maybe the crowds of yosemite are kind of scaring you away you can head south Um, And you can get into like the Mojave National Preserve area, uh, which is a very cool kind of um, area. I drove through it on my way to Joshua Tree. Um, But you can also make your way to Joshua Tree National Park, which is another very, very cool park to go to. Um, I, I highly recommend it. It was one of those Uh, I chose it because I saw some cool pictures. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I think this is an underrated park. Um, But since I've been, I've heard people talk gloriously about it. And I was like, oh, it's probably as rated as um, it is as rated uh, of a park there no
0: i i mean joshua tree it definitely i think that's another one it, it it's a good starter park for this cluster so if you went here went up to sequoia king canyon then over to a death valley you know it's a good starter um i i think it's one of those parks where like the trees are so cool and how that like you know trees grow in groves this is one of those spots they grow kind of differently they they are the way they are go check it out uh you got historic route 66 that goes right through there, which is a huge, you know, it's Americana, you know, part of that kind of history. Um, it was the 54th national park, Mark. So you're aware. That's Um, good to know. They say, look for jackrabbits. Oh, I believe it. I remember when I was
1: driving through, they had the signs for like tortoise crossings. Uh, and I kept telling myself like, "Oh, I sure hope I get to see a tortoise. Um, because that would be cool the trees are really cool um they sit they just sit so weird you know because it's national park so they're allowed to just grow in these groves Mm -hmm. and so in now when I really think about it I'm willing to bet like the redwoods or the sequoias grow in a similar pattern the just difference is these are forest bottoms when you're talking redwoods or sequoias, whereas Joshua tree, or I bet you is saguaro down in um, Phoenix, very similar, but cacti, it's desert. So it looks more bare. So you have a lot more, you have more open space between them. Right. And so that's such an odd thing to see uh, for myself because I'm just not used to it. You know, but maybe it makes if you're from the there, desert. you find the opposite different.
0: It makes sense from a desert, though, because of the water, right? Less water, you're going to be spread out where, like, the trees, the canopy, it's like the, like the forest, like you're saying, they have that water. So they're fighting for the, the, the little bit of light that they can. And one thing I noticed about your guys's forest, Northwest, is when people replant them, you get a, uh, like, they, they almost plant on more dense because they're just throwing a bunch of seeds yeah versus like the natural where there is a little bit more light there is a natural forest bottom light and you sometimes don't get that when they replant so just to have that openness that wilderness out in the desert oh i bet it's spectacular and i mean they even show like the wildflowers in early spring that i, I mean joshua tree i think if you really want to experience these parks for the true beauty they are don't go during tourist season go experience them in the seasons go find the you know go go to these parks when you can go like go watch the wildflowers bloom go watch the bison have their calves in the Lamar Valley that kind of go go figure it out go find out what you want because that's what kind of some of these things that make these parks special it's like i think joshua tree like when they're all in bloom oh my gosh i bet that is just spec
1: yeah i I bet that is very cool um i think it would be you know i did one hike in joshua tree i hiked to the highest point in the park um which was very cool um but i think like actually like kind of hiking through the trees would be a lot of fun Um, Just because it's so open and so odd in its um, way that it's kind of laid out, so I think getting out and doing uh, some hikes in Joshua Tree would be very cool. It's not much of a backcountry park.
0: It doesn't Um, look big. It looks like a badlands in that sense, kind of in the size where it's like you could experience it in a day. You you could experience it. I mean, if you like, you spend two days there, you're you're probably okay. I've seen what I've wanted to see. I've driven past that stop sign too many times.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, And I remember when I was there, it like, I almost was like thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, I have natural, I have the thought of a national park where it's just going to be like wilderness, whether it's desert, forest, whatever. But like I'm driving and I'm like, oh, it's California density. There's houses, buildings, cities, all this. And then just all of a sudden, bloop! I'm in the national park and it's just open wide. It's like it's exactly. kind of weird in that sense. Now I came in from the north and went south um, to where there's the highway connects to the highway, and then I went to Phoenix. So I don't know quite what it's like when you're driving the highway, um, but when you are in that north section of it, um, I just remember thinking like, when are the when are like the signs of people
0: gonna go away? <laughs> interesting interesting uh another reason to go experience it um they i mean they said for five thousand year natives have gone through that area um and it's interesting because that was kind of a, a nomadic land as well kind of that california land for natives they didn't have the pueblos or the the structures as much in that area so that was kind of interesting when, when you do look at like these parks and
1: yeah uh really popular for people to go have a hallucinogenic trip of some kind Uh, a lot of people go to joshua tree for that
0: experience is that near well like i mean you look at like look at joshua tree right you have palm springs you have the desert hot springs you have those places those like visit those, those tourist locations those those traps those like what you see around national parks you know
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. when I did it, I stayed in a hostel there in Desert Hot Springs, um, which was a lot of fun. I loved it. Um, it was more like someone's house, um, the ho- the hostel, um, but it was sweet. I went and enjoyed some hot springs. I mean, it was a good time. Joshua Tree is well worth the visit um, if you're not going to go up towards Yosemite, you know, when right. you are doing this, again, you know, we talked about four parks uh, in this cluster. We talked from going flying into Vegas, Death Valley, Kings Canyon, Sequoia, and then making a decision. You know, it, it's a tough decision, um, but I think that's also part of what makes this cluster nice is you can really kind of customize it to
0: what what you want to get out of it. Um, well, and I think exactly. It's one of those ones where I think too, you're in those areas, you're in the Vegas area, you're in the LA area, you're in, you know, I have a day trip or I have a couple days to get away. These are even those, those parks to do that in, uh, and deciding which ones you want to do, what you wanting to experience. Um, cause you're going to get a different vibe from you're going to get a desert vibe in death valley and in joshua tree but you're going to get more of a a forest vibe in sequoia and king's canyon and which i just i need to go i need to go down there i one state i haven't spent a lot of time in is nevada and like for good reason because like what other reason and i kind of want to you know i feel like the outdoors there would be fun
1: yeah i i I think i think so i think nevada is um worth exploring but um anyways i actually have to be that guy
0: Um, oh i knew i knew we're getting here i felt it yeah that's why i do the pre-final words and it throws you off sometimes
1: (laughs) yeah so uh i'm being that guy um we're getting to the end and it's time for
0: our final words um so final words my guy I just want to thank you guys again. Shout out to our followers, our listeners. We appreciate you guys. Um, we appreciate teaching you about the parks, learning about the parks, telling you about our adventures, our stories, the fun things we do. Um, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you watch the Instagrams. You send us emails at wanderingwayspodcast.gmail.com. We hope you, you, uh, subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to the iTunes, subscribe to the spotify leave us those reviews because they help us out um we would like to do i would like to do this full-time why not because i enjoy traveling i enjoy talking about these places and going so uh we appreciate you guys and it starts with you so if you have anything let us know and uh i'm just going to hand it right on over to you mark
1: reverend's final words of wisdom stay beautiful everybody i cannot tell you how much i appreciate every single one of you for doing uh, sticking through, listening to this episode. Uh, it was a doozy of one. Love us or some clusters, um, seeing as many of these parks as we can. Um, you know, just go out there and be good people, everybody. You know, it really is truly, truly it's what makes the world beautiful is when you are an individual, as an individual, are beautiful and you can be beautiful towards other because it it's catchy it's trending people do it when it's done to them so be beautiful towards others and other living creatures um and with that being said peace out everybody